Happy birthday, happy birthday, dear friend, we sing to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. We thought we'd try to tell you how we love you on your birthday. We thought we'd try to sing and dance and play today. We wanted to surprise you on your birthday and say we love you every day. Hello and welcome back to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. And joining me is my co-host. We are recording together at the same time. Wow! That's crazy. Um, for the second episode of this crazy three-episode week, weekend you know it's the third episode it's the third <laughs> you know the third episode of the of the weekend week you know what i mean it's brandon olson uh, you can find him on twitter at wns underscore brandon he's back in new york from his uh, new orleans trip back home um living life to the fullest you know living the dream as some would say mm, i don't know about that one how is new orleans it was amazing. I loved it. You the food back? there is so good. I want to go back next year. Yeah. I mean, you got to go back for week zero so we can go back to the All American Sports Bar. Sports uh, Are are people gonna get their panties in a bunch if I gator chomp at them? Because I'm not going. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe. Who knows? Um, especially because next year won't be Florida Miami. So if I gator chomp at people, I think they'd especially get annoyed by it. <laughs> No, they're just going to make Florida Miami Week Zero every year. They should. I mean, I'm not going to... I wouldn't hate it at all. Um, but this weekend is a special weekend. It's one of, it's one of my favorites. It's college football week one. Um, so we, had, we had, you know, we had a small, wow. small sample of football last last week. Um, and week one never had... It doesn't normally have huge games like this week. There's only like one, one game that's like huge. Um... Toledo, but, uh, Kentucky. Toledo, Kentucky, obviously. <laughs> um, but so kind of how these episodes are going to work, we're going to go and, and talk about like 10 or so games, then, uh, then pick uh, who we think is going to win against the spread, and then we'll see how, uh, how we just is doing by the end of the year. I would just like to point out that uh, you were like, oh, this week is very special, and I thought you were going to mention that by the time people are listening to oh, this, yeah. it'll be the one-year anniversary uh, <laughs> when this comes out on Friday. It'll I be completely 30, forgot about that. Which we were just talking about it. We uh, literally, this comes like, out on literally Friday. <laughs> we were talking about it five seconds before I started recording, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we we're going to mention that, and then I completely forgot, you know? Uh, um, yeah, when anybody that's listening to this... When you listen to it on Friday, when the episode comes out, even if you're listening it to it two be, weeks from now, it's yeah, going to be the two-year anniversary on the date that you're listening to it. It's the one year, but one good year. job. <laughs> oh um, God, <laughs> August thirtieth last year is when Whole Nine Sports launched. When this episode comes out, it'll be August thirtieth. So that's awesome. But Dylan's more excited that it's week one of college football, which is understandable. I mean, <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? There's so much football to watch this weekend. Are you kidding me? Ah. Uh. Ah, what am I going to do? Read uh, Mike Spencer's prediction on the Giants' final 53? Which that, one did that, was, do? that was Chris King. That was Mike Chris King. Eagles. I, I would Mike like to point Eagles. out, though, that 
I don't know if you noticed it, but Mike changed his Twitter handle from he Mike did. Spencer KKS to Mike Spencer WNS. That so, is something uh, that I will never be doing. That's fair. I don't, I don't want Dilly Sanders WNS anyway. Um, I'm glad to see Mike is committed to the cause. Um, I heard he's going to get the logo tattooed on his neck. I mean, he'll do that before he does a proper chug. Oh, yeah. Well, he'll never do that. Well, yeah. He's just ca- like, humanly incapable of doing it. Actually, Mike, I know that you listen to this. I don't need you to post it, but I want you to send me and Dylan a video of you chugging for the one-year anniversary. Please. I, man, I won't make you embarrass yourself in front of everyone, but please... Please do that for us, and then maybe we'll have you on another episode. Don't want to get, don't want to get your hopes up, though. Um, <laughs> um, so there's a couple of uh, uh, little tidbits of news to talk to talk about that uh, we won't be going over in this in the in the in the pick'em. Um, first off, uh, we got Andrew Luck and Jacoby Brissett. Uh, the, I mean. Obviously, Andrew Luck retired. That's the big news. Um, and Jacoby Brissett is, is I would say, is good enough to, to roll with. Um, and if they happen to suck, just draft someone else. Yeah, that's what I wanted to point out. I, I said it the other day. I'll say it now. They went with Dan Orlovsky, Kerry Collins, and Curtis Painter. They're not going to panic with Jacoby Brissett. And somehow overnight, Jacoby Brissett went from the best backup in the NFL they could start on multiple teams and now they're just like oh well no they gotta they gotta throw the whole franchise away nothing has changed they still plan on competing and winning and they probably they're not gonna be as good of course but that doesn't change their plan at all yeah um uh, yeah I mean yeah I, I would agree um or just play swag Kelly don't ever do that and he that nickname sucks it's the um, greatest nickname it's literally the worst um so some big news out of tuscaloosa uh dylan moses is out this year yeah um that i will talk about this now uh, jonathan joyce sent in a mailbag question about it but it's news so we'll talk about it now we'll, talk, uh, we'll elaborate some more in the mailbox, but, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, it sucks for fans and for Alabama, but I I don't think it does much to the linebacker class for 2020. I think he's still going to be the first one drafted no matter what. Um, yeah, I, I don't know about the, the linebacker class, but it does kind of mess up uh, Alabama's in- interior, uh, like, I mean, kind of defense. Like, obviously it's Alabama, so they're always going to have good good uh everything every, everything but uh <laughs> they uh they did lose another starting uh linebacker to another knee injury recently so now they're going to be there ha- they have like two true two true freshmen to play inside linebacker and uh Dylan Moses was like the leader of that defense so it is kind of it is a big loss if there's another loss other than Tua uh Tungo Vailoa I'd say Dylan Moses would impact them the most and so that kind of does suck for them um Obviously, no one likes injuries, but I'll, I'll be uh, thinking a little bit differently whenever they play LSU later this year. I thought you were going to say no one likes Alabama, and I was fully prepared to agree with you on that I statement. Mean, uh, I, I mean, no, no need to state the obvious, all right? I was just checking. Uh, 
you know, I think their defense is going to be hurting from it. Injuries, and then they had Mac Wilson last year. They don't this year. So their linebacker course, they've gone through a bit of a change. Uh, they have Anthony, Anthony Jennings back is the only starting linebacker now that's going to be playing week one. Uh, Terrell Lewis will be there, but he didn't play last year because he got hurt. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how how Alabama plays or how their linebackers play, but at the same time, it's Nick Saban, it's Alabama. They're going to still be great no matter what. Um, moving on, we have Miami's coaching staff was uh, was not too pleased with Jaron Williams in their start in a, in, in their uh, week one game against the uh, the Florida Gators. Did you watch that one? I saw bits and pieces of it. Okay, yeah. It's okay. I mean, they're they're okay teams. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, no one likes Florida either. So I mean, I hate you so much. Looking for a new uh, <laughs> podcast co-host. I think I don't think I've ever met a Florida Gator fan that doesn't wear jorts twenty four seven. All right, I don't wear jorts at all. So <laughs> I don't know where you're pulling that one out. Have you ever of. been to Florida? Have yes. you ever been to Gainesville? Gainesville, no, but Florida, yeah. yes. Well, get back to me once you've been to Gainesville. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what they wanted wanted him to do, wanted him to do with that offensive line performance and the fact that he's a freshman, a redshirt freshman. But you know, yeah, he's a redshirt freshman that got sacked ten times. It. I don't know what you expect from anybody, but and especially let's not act like there's no fault on the off on the uh, offensive coordinator. They threw screens like 90% of the time. <laughs> you knew your offensive line was bad when you were just throwing wide receiver screens the whole day. Yeah, I was watching the game and I actually thought Jaron Williams kind of did okay um, for, you know, the circumstances he was thrown into. Yeah, I didn't think he was bad considering, yeah, the situation of being a redshirt freshman getting hit every snap. Um, versus a really good defense. Yeah, you know, maybe like a top three in the nation. Um, okay, if the corners learn how to make a tackle on a screen, then we're good. Uh, I mean, I hate you so much. Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe third if you're going by most defensive pass interferences in the last minute of a game. Why you gotta do that? That was hilarious. All I remember about that moment was we were watching. Uh, the first one happened, and you were off somewhere at the bar, and then like, uh, Monique. Well, technically, Mo- you were at the bar. And I, was I was at, the at bar. some other table. And you were at some other table. <laughs> Monique came back and said, "What happened? I heard him from the bathroom." <laughs> rough rough couple minutes <laughs> and then it happened again and again <laughs> it was just i don't know what the hell was wrong with them uh, <laughs> that still pisses me off but it is what it is at this point um so i guess we can i mean that's kind of it for the big news that i have that we have um so i guess we can go in and uh, start talking about some football games and uh picking them you know yeah, let's do it. So the first one we have here is going to be uh, Florida State, Boise State. Uh, the spread is uh, Florida State minus four and a half. Um, I, I mean, yeah, sure, I'll go first. Uh, I'm taking Boise State at plus four and a half. Uh, 
Florida State's offensive line sucks, and Curtis Weaver's going to have an absolute field day with very thin James Blackman at quarterback. I do think Cam Akers is going to hopefully break out of the slump that he was in literally the entire last season. But uh, actually, did you see the stat that Florida State had, I think it was two yards, like, past the line of scrimmage? before contact the entire season i did not yeah cam Akers was basically hit at or behind the line every single time i was i'm surprised that uh alex hornybrook didn't win that uh win the starting job after transferring from uh from james blackman i'm not he sucks oh my god <laughs> i hate hornybrook <laughs> why do you hate hornybrook so much because i've seen him play football before oh that's fair the weather's going to be really bad for this game. Did you Good. see that? It's going to be bad. Bad. Like, there was, I, I remember seeing there were concerns that they weren't even going to play the game. So this could be, uh, you know, moot. This could all be moot. Um, and anytime I'm seeing uh, Ohio, uh, Boise State play, I'm always sad that it's not a home game. I just wish that they could only play home games. Because I just like seeing the blue field. That doesn't tell us who you're picking, Dylan. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I should probably say that I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Florida State here. I think I think you suck for that. Uh, I'm also not going to pick Florida State almost ever. I mean, I know we know that we know that. Um, the next one is gonna be uh, Toledo, Kentucky. I mean, I, d- I obviously I didn't pick the games that we're talking about this week. Um, because I would never talk about a Toledo game, especially you when that doesn't literally pick, You literally picked Florida State versus Boise State. I did do that. <laughs> but uh, Toledo, Kentucky. Um, Kentucky minus 11.5. Um, the biggest question I have for Kentucky this year is probably going to be um, how are they going to replace Benny Snell's production? Um, and I know one guy is not going to do it, so they're probably going to have to go by committee. Yeah, um... Actually, I'm going to wait for your pick before I go ahead with mine. Um, I mean, my pick's going to be Kentucky. Uh, yeah, I was, I was hoping you would just not be a dick, but... Um, they're, I mean, they're a, good, gonna... <laughs> they're a good team. Kentucky, uh, Kentucky's a good team. Um, and uh, the only real problem is that they lost, like, six defensive backs from the last season, I think. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how the secondary and, does. And Josh Allen. And Josh Allen. I mean, who's Josh Allen? Um, but, uh, they they were a good team last year. They did lose a lot of talent, but, uh, I, I definitely still think Kentucky has it, has it in them to beat uh, a Toledo team that sucks. Yeah, no, they're going to beat the shit out of Toledo, I think. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I love Toledo, but I'm going to say, yeah, Kentucky minus 11.5 for sure. Uh, I just had to mention Toledo, of course, I can't not do it. But I have no idea what this Toledo offense is going to look like. Uh, they don't have a set quarterback. They lost John Vay Johnson, Deontay Johnson, and Cody Thompson to the draft this year. Uh, Brian Kobach was actually formerly at Kentucky, but he had to transfer back home to Toledo for, I believe it was to be closer to his family. But, um, yeah, no, Kentucky's going to 
probably win by a lot more than 11.5. Um, so moving on after that, we have probably what's going to be the best game of the weekend in Auburn, Oregon. Um, it's a really good matchup. I mean, or- Auburn has the defensive line and Oregon has a pretty strong offensive line. Best uh, in the nation. Bet, yeah. That or them or Iowa. I mean, but Oregon has six returning starters because one was hurt last year, so they have six <laughs> offensive linemen. With, yeah, they have uh, Throckmorton experience. Uh, Lemieux. Lemieux. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, their. I believe it's his right tackle's name. I don't. I'm not gonna try. <laughs> they have uh, a, I'm not gonna embarrass myself. They have a good. They have a good offensive line. I'll say that. Um, but uh, Auburn has potentially three first round draft picks in the first in the, in their on their defensive line. So the battle in the trenches is going to be very interesting. Um and even outside of that, I mean Oregon's wide receiver uh behind Jawan Johnson, uh they th- that group's going to be interesting to see how they play. Um but it's also a pretty good Oregon defense uh led by Troy Dye versus Bo Nix in his first game. Uh, three, I'm going to Oregon, uh, Oregon to, uh, to do it. Uh, I'm actually, I was hoping you'd pick Auburn, but I'm going to agree with you with, or, with, uh, Oregon winning because I think, of course, Auburn has Nick Coe, Marlon Davidson, and Derek Brown on the defensive line. I think Oregon's defense is going to be a lot better than people expect it to be. And I think Bo Nix is going to get rattled in his his first game is on a is a pretty big game. It's a pretty big game <laughs> on a very large stage. So I think that he's just going to get rattled by that. Uh, Auburn's offensive line last year was absolutely pathetic, and I don't think they're going to be much better this year. So it's going to be a rough outing for Bo Nix, I think. Uh, but I'm hoping it'll still be a good game. At least watching Oregon's offense versus Auburn's defense is going to be awesome. Um, the next one is going to be uh, Houston versus Oklahoma with Oklahoma minus uh, 23. Um, Houston, uh, they obviously lose Ed Oliver. Um, but, I mean, to be honest, he didn't play that much last year anyway. Um, and they still did okay. Um, plus, they gained Dana Holgerson um, to uh, to to work with uh, Derek King in his senior year. Um, so I think this one's kind of be going to be a, a battle of the quarterbacks um, with Jalen Hurts joining uh, Oklahoma, obviously. So I, th- I think it's going to be a sloppy game. I think it's going to be high scoring, and for that reason, I'm going to go with Houston to at least cover. Um, yeah, that's all right. I was not expecting you to say that, but I'm I'm going Oklahoma. Uh, I just think that their offense is going to be ridiculous. Uh, Houston's offense. The thing with that is that Dana Holgerson's awesome, and he's going to do wonders for De'Ara King. But Oklahoma knows his offense already. He was in West Virginia for years, <laughs> and he's playing against Oklahoma basically every year. Um, so I don't think it's going to help them a ton right now. I think it's going to help Derek King put up stats. I don't think it's going to help them win this game. 
And I think Jalen Hurts is going to surprise people with how good of a passer he's going to be early on. I think a lot of people are expecting that to come later on, but I think right off the bat, he's going to be very successful. I mean, this game has like 49, uh, 35 written all over it, and all I have to do is have Houston be within 23 points, so. Mm-hmm. We'll see if that's going to happen, though. <laughs> Um, I mean, I like Houston, so... Um, I, I like Houston also. I just think Oklahoma's going to mop the floor with them. Uh, and it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see. Um, let's see. We have Next we have um, Miami of Ohio versus, uh, versus Iowa. Um, we all know you love Iowa. Um, shout out to our boy Thor. Um and his uh his obsession with them but uh i mean they obviously have a really good uh offensive line uh they have akram wadley do they still have akram wadley did he leave he graduated about two years ago but glad you're on time am i really (laughs) am i dumb yeah you are uh Akram, akram wadley was a senior when noah fan was a sophomore oh i'm dumb he went to the Titans. How did, I, how did I, I really think he got miss cut. this? I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'm dumb. Are um, you really looking this up right now? Because I hear you clicking. Yeah, I am. <laughs> wow, that really did happen. <laughs> I don't know why I thought Akramodley was still in Iowa. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, lay off the, are you already taking the uh, anniversary shots? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, next I'm going to be talking about... Uh, I'm surprised they didn't talk about Kellen Moore during the Boise State game. I feel like he's still there. Um, but, I mean, this is a simple game. Um, Iowa's going to Iowa's gonna cover, I think. 21 and a half is a lot, but uh, I think it's... I, th- I think their uh, offensive line is going to keep the uh, pressure away, and then their defense is going to pick up the slack, and they are going to destroy Miami of Ohio. <laughs> Here's the game I think I was I, I going to win. Uh, I'd be stunned if they don't, but I'm not sure if they'll cover. Mainly because I'm not sure if Iowa... Like, Iowa just runs the ball 95% of the time when they're winning anyway. So I'm not sure if they'll have that chance, but I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Iowa minus 21.5 or 21 and a half. Versus but, uh, any other team, honestly, most other teams, I would go, I, w- I wouldn't feel safe having Iowa blow them out, but uh, just because of their conservative conservative offense, but I just, I don't know much about my, Miami of Ohio this year, obviously, but they're uh, not great. But they're <laughs> not great. Uh, I will say that. Yeah, honestly, even if it was the same offense as Miami of Ohio, but a better defense, I wouldn't take this spread. Just because I wouldn't trust Nate Stanley, really. Uh, he's been somewhat extremely disappointing. <laughs> Him and Brian Lewerke, Big Ten quarterbacks just don't sit well with me, I guess. Was it you that said that Nate Stanley is going to get drafted before Jonathan Taylor? Yes, but uh, I... I think that's mostly because Jonathan Taylor's not going to go that high and that people and that the NFL is going to like Nathan Stanley. He's going to get the Clayton Thorson treatment where the NFL likes him a lot more than everyone else. On I mean the next next you're going to say Daniel Jones is going to go before Dwayne Haskins. 
hard. Don't be an idiot to say that. Um, so coming up next, we have uh, a game that I have no rooting interest in: Georgia Southern versus number six LSU. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going Georgia Southern with this one. It was it was a joke. It was a joke. Um, but uh, yeah. LSU's defense is just so good, and uh, they have Derek Stingley coming in, um, true freshman starting at cornerback in that crazy deep team. That's insane that uh, in in that in that system that he's that good already that they are already starting him. Because um, I mean LSU's DBs are kind of always their their deepest position, um, but he, yeah, Derek Stingley looks like a dude. He looks like a man. He's like 6'3", 190, um, runs like a 4'3", 40. Um, he's going to be insane and already going to he's already one of the best prospects in whatever draft class he chooses. Um, probably the earliest possible one for him. Uh, but uh, it's definitely going to be LSU covering, uh, especially with their new offense. That um, Not that Georgia Southern has the talent to like game plan against LSU's old offense, but like they, they're switching some things around and... Uh, that could either be their downfall in covering this or uh, lead them to winning by 50. I still remember one of the uh, first conversations we had about LSU football was when they were playing Florida, and they had one play where they just motioned the receiver like three times, (laughs) and the entire game they were motioning the same receiver like twice per snap. I was like, what the hell is this offense? Um, I don't think they know what the offense is. <laughs> and honestly, LSU's probably not going to cover this one, but I kind of have to pick LSU to cover this one. This is the kind of game that LSU doesn't cover. Um, it's it's Versus the small schools, LSU is... Uh, if this was like week three, I would definitely pick Georgia Southern to cover the 27.5, but I think week one, LSU's going to come out and, uh, and do the job. I don't know. Joe Burrows, very... Yeah. Joe Burrow uh-huh. is, he literally had the same exact season as Felipe Franks, and I guarantee you he's going to have a better week one than Felipe Franks did. I mean, to be fair, I'd have a better week one than Felipe Franks <laughs> did. It was a rough go. Um, I especially, I don't know if you saw, there's like a video of uh, Felipe Franks when he scored one of his touchdowns, and uh, and he's like, oh, I do that. Don't mess with me. Don't mess with me. And then it was like the SpongeBob a few moments later, and he threw a pick, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then he, uh, of course, posted on Instagram about Desmond Howard saying he wasn't an alpha dog, and he's like, "Oh, not an alpha dog! Like we won this game." And it's like, bro, like I wanted to send him like the Jonah uh, Jonah Hill, like stop, like don't do that. Give uh, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, just the the cut the throat one. Um, no, I'm I'm taking actually Georgia Southern at plus twenty seven and a half, and here's my reasoning. It's nothing against LSU. It's these option teams always uh, keep it close against like SEC teams. I don't know what it is, but the SEC just has no idea how to stop option offense. That's all it is. If it it's was simply if, the option. If offense. it was m- many other teams in the SEC, but this LSU defense is. Come out. Like, obviously, they lost Devin White, but uh, I mean, Caleb on Chason's coming back. Who we talked about this at the bar um, shouldn't be getting like first round grades. I don't think yet because he's played barely at all. Um, 
and was injured all last year. Uh, but I mean, it says a lot that he was picking. He was he was picked as like a redshirt sophomore as, to be number eighteen in the draft. Uh, number eighteen um, jersey, uh, which says something about his uh, his attitude because uh, that's always like the team leader gets gets number eighteen um, for LSU. And uh, I don't I don't know. I just this defense is is one of the you know top three in the in the nation. That's fine, but even last year, the Citadel kept it close with Alabama for a while. I mean, that's just because so, Alabama sucks. I mean, that's fair. Good point. I didn't. I didn't uh, attribute for that. Um, uh, <laughs> the next game we have is Eastern Washington versus Washington. Um, obviously, Jacob Eason's coming. Uh, coming out party. Uh, I'm coming it, out. Mm-mm, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's we have to use that now for the. Uh, the intro okay today. all right that's fine um they haven't lost at home in like 14 games i think is their streak right now um and i don't think eastern washington is going to be the team to uh to do that but i mean uh washington's defense is always pretty good yeah i'm gonna go with washington to cover um eastern washington's kind of like boise state and that i always just want their games to be at home they're the team with the red field right Yes, and I don't know why you want them to be at home because that is miserable <laughs> to watch them play. Because uh, the thing is, they wear red also. So it's like they're wearing red on a red field, and it's the worst thing ever. I just I hate it so much. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just had to point that out. Uh, yeah. Um, I- Good. No, yeah, I was just saying, yeah, I'm taking Washington, though. I'm also taking Washington. Uh, I debated not doing it just because of Jacob Eason. Uh, no idea what he's going to be like in his first game back. But I, I'm i going to have the faith that Washington's defense is going to hold Eastern Washington to very minimal points. And Washington's offense, even if Eason isn't playing well, they'll be able to put up at least 35 and I don't see Washington's defense giving up more than... I'll, I'll say 14. I think that's fair. They're not playing, like, Washington State or something. They're playing an offense that's... You know. <laughs> They're <laughs> Eastern Washington. They're not special. Uh, yeah, so we both took Washington there? Correct. All right, so next we have uh, Northern Iowa versus Iowa State. And Iowa State is uh, at minus eighteen and a half. Um, this is this one. I'm going. I'm going Northern Iowa. Um, this is a. It's going to be a battle of the brothers. I think because I was I was looking up this game and it's uh, each each uh, team has a different brother. Um, and that's uh, Chase Allen and Alex Allen. Uh, Chase Allen. I don't know why, but as he's he's like six seven, two forty five. He's a tight end. That's just insane. That's huge. He's a he's a big man. That's that's the main thing I wanted to to go with this. But I'm taking uh, I'm taking Northern Iowa. I like that you said you don't know why he's six foot seven. I don't um, know why he's six foot seven, <laughs> but he's six foot seven, two forty five. Genetics. I guess genetics. Maybe. Um. Probably. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> Who knows? Hope he's not like running on heels right there. Uh, actually, if he was, that'd be very impressive. So I hope he does. But um. I actually put this game in here because I thought 
that the minus 18.5 was so disrespectful to Iowa State. Uh, I think they're going to stomp Northern Iowa straight into the turf. Um, <laughs> it's as simple as that. Brock Purdy was a freshman last year, and he was awesome. They lost David Montgomery. They lost Hakeem Butler. Uh, obviously, you're not going to really be able to replace those right away. Replace them right away. But uh, Sheldon Crony Jr. is replacing David Montgomery, and I don't know. Maddie Campbell knows a little thing too about uh, having successful running backs. But I'm also giving it to you call him Maddie season. Campbell. Yes, I can call him that. I've met him. I could say that. Um, you just go. You just everyone you meet. You're just gonna. Yeah, I think Matt. Uh, Matt knows how to run an offense. No, Maddie. I will call him Maddie. I don't give a damn. Um, now, Iowa State has a top three defense. Actually, I'll say, Iowa State probably has the best defense in the Big Twelve behind. That's not saying may, much. May, maybe TCU. Uh, I know it's not saying much, but I think it's saying they could beat Northern Iowa. I think they gotta uh, beat them, but like I don't know. I don't. I just. I'm just getting the. Getting this is the kind of game I have. I have a. Vi- I'm vibing with. Uh, I'm vibing with Northern Iowa. You hot takey piece of shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hate you so much. Just uh, go to the next game, Dylan. Uh, it's gonna be Missouri, Missouri, Wyoming. Um, we got uh, Albert Ogwabum. Uh, a okay. Jesus, I hate you so much, <laughs> Albert O. Um, obviously, is the player to watch in this game. Um, mm, is he though? I think he is. I mean, he's the best tight yeah. end in the class. Yeah, but Larry Roundtree the third is the player. Oh my god! Watch. I see why. I see why you picked this game. Oh yeah. Um, I also actually put them because I was kind of surprised to see that they had a. Unlike they're receiving other votes in the top twenty-five, they were actually number twenty-six. So I actually added them for that reason. Um, and I think uh, I think the combination of uh, Larry Roundtree the third um, and Wyoming, eh, no, not Wyoming, Albert uh, Albert O. I think that they are going to cover. Don't forget that they have Kelly Bryant now. Oh, they do have Kelly Bryant. Yeah, that's so. going to be a good offense. That's also why I put minus 18. This is another game that I thought it was incredibly disrespectful uh, against the favorite to have this. Maybe Vegas forgot they had Kelly Bryant, too. I mean, everyone else is, apparently. It's it's going to be awesome to see just Alberto, Larry, and Kelly Bryant. Just right over the middle of the field, it's just going to be really live. Really live? Or live? is. it's it's where they're going to live. Yeah, I don't. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought <laughs> no, you said no. that it's going to be really live. No, um, it's where they're going to live. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So I uh, let's see. The next game, our final game of the day, is going to be Oklahoma State versus Oregon State. Um, with Oklahoma State being uh. Minus 14. This is uh, an interesting one. Big 12 versus Pac-12, our conferences. Uh-oh. 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 Um, <laughs> uh, it's going to be a pretty offensive game. Um, I think o- Oregon State's pro- biggest 
uh, biggest problem is going to be their offensive line. But luckily, uh, Oklahoma State, I don't think, has that big of a negative of a defensive front. Um, so that's a, an all right, uh, you know, an all right matchup for them. Um, I really like uh, Jamar Jefferson and Artavis Pierce. Uh, I, it's probably my favorite one-two in the uh, in the conference. Uh, just I don't know. Artavis Pierce doesn't get talked talked about a lot, but uh, he's I, I loved watching him. Um, and Jamar Jefferson obviously is great too. And I think that that one-two punch is going to be the reason uh, that they uh, that they cover fourteen okay. points. That's it's probably my biggest, my hottest take because Oregon State doesn't get the love, um, but I think uh, Jamar Jefferson and Artavis Pierce are going to ball out versus uh, uh, you know a Big Twelve defense and uh, and cover. All right, uh, that is a bit hot takey, and Oregon State's not getting the respect here either. I'm smashing Oklahoma State minus fourteen. Uh, <laughs> Tylen Wallace is going to have a field day against probably one of the worst defenses in power five football <laughs> uh, i think I, I, mean, Brown, I, I don't i i i think it's it it's got like uh i my final final score prediction i'm doing it for this one final score prediction uh 56 49 <laughs> i mean yeah this is good this is gonna be a high scoring game uh we're not going to try to do the math on this one. Don't worry. 56-52, uh, <laughs> final score prediction. Let's go. <laughs> Drew Brown, uh, I'm not sure how you pronounce his first name. If it's Chuba or Chuba. Ch- uh, it has to be Chuba Hubbard. I don't care it's, how he pronounces one, it. It's going to be it's, it's Chuba. It's one, B, it's one B, though, so I think I, it's Chuba. I'm pronouncing it Chuba Hubbard. I don't That's care what fine. he says. That's fine. But Tylen Wallace I hate you. Um, <laughs> Tylen Wallace is going to have a field day. Dylan Stoner is going to be productive. I think it's Oklahoma State, no question. At minus 14. That was my nickname in middle school. Chubba? <laughs> the joke is going Dylan Stoner. Um, but I've never smoked weed in my life, so I don't know why I made that joke. I also used to get called a stoner and never smoked weed. I mean, you just have the look, you know? It's the ponytail. It was when I was, like, 10. I didn't have long hair when I was 10. Oh. Well, you have a ponytail now, and you kind of look like a stoner. I have a man bun, by the way, so fuck you, okay? That's true. In my uh, in my phone, you're saved as boss with a man bun, so. is Are your other bosses saved as bosses without man buns? No, uh, I have. And what's the point? You know, just to make fun of you. At that point. Just to make fun of you. Um, let's see. And uh, mailbag time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good job. <laughs> um, the first one coming uh, from Riley O'Brien with uh, Calvin Gronk and now Luck retired early. Who's the next All Pro caliber player uh, we see as a possible early retirement candidate? Did you uh, did you think about this before? No, I didn't. Mine immediately came to me once I read the question. Who was it? Todd Gurley. Hmm. He's got arthritic knees. They've been bothering him since college. I think he's probably the first guy I could think of that's going to retire before it's like his time. Also, is did Gronk really retire early? I think age-wise he retired early, but for the past few years, everybody was just like, he's running like Tin Man out there. And you could really see it when... Uh, 
when it was versus the Dolphins last year and they put him out there for the Hail Mary defense, but they ended up just doing a few laterals. And it was Gronk and whoever was carrying the ball, and Gronk just was nowhere near making that tackle. And he was the last guy there, and that it's like you could just see he was running like he's made of stone. Um, yeah, I don't know who I'd pick for this, honestly. Um, Drew Brees. Yeah, early, you know, <laughs> early retirement, you know. Um, he could play until he's sixty. Who cares? I mean, yeah. Um. I was, I'm looking it up because I want to have an answer. I'm just gonna... Yeah, I was trying to think of names aside from Todd Gurley, and I was like, I no nothing. Todd Gurley immediately came to mind, but no one else did right after that. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think of players who get injured a lot, and Matt Stafford does, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. All right. I don't think that's, an, that's enough out of you. I don't think he would retire early. Matt got the nickname Glass Stafford. Matt, we're on first name basis. Matty Stafford. Matty Staffs got a got the nickname Glass Stafford in his first like three years, and I'm pretty sure he hasn't missed a game in like seven. Um, I think my, I think I think the most likely player. Um, I don't know how I completely blanked on this one, but probably Cam Newton. Uh, he has that kind of attitude Matt's- about him. And yeah, uh, and is injured all the time. Like he got injured in the in the in the pre, in the preseason. Uh, uh, that'd be my my number one guess uh, as to who it would be. It would probably be Cam Newton. That's that's fair. Uh, I would like to. I looked it up just to prove a point. Matt Stafford played ten games his rookie year, three in his sophomore year, and has not missed a game since then. Well, so, I mean, yeah, but he's been injured. He just has played through it. <laughs> yeah, but he's not going to be a little bitch about it. Yeah, which is he's why he's point. not going to be the one to... Which is why I said not going to be the one to, uh... To, uh, quit. Uh, the next question we have coming in from Corey Skloff. Shout out to, uh, Wallpaper Wednesdays. Um, and, uh, that's going to be, uh, rip the NCAA for their decision on VT's Brock Hoffman. Yeah, and uh, for those of you that don't know, Brock Hoffman is a transfer from Coastal Carolina. He went to Virginia Tech to uh, to be with his mother, who's recovering from having surgery on a brain tumor. And the NCAA denied his appeal for immediate eligibility, um, which is just ridiculous. And it's pretty similar to the Luke Ford case. Luke Ford went from Georgia to Illinois to be closer to his family and his grandparents who were sick. And the NCAA denied his request for immediate eligibility. But, you know, if you're a quarterback that sucks too much to win a starting job, then they'll grant you immediate eligibility so you can then lose starting competition somewhere else. Um, The NCAA fucking sucks, and we all know this. It's absolutely ridiculous yeah the uh the, it's 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 really terrible i think the the uh, I, was, I was reading about it the athletic said uh that they had a source that said it was because uh, the, one of the main reasons was because uh he didn't uh, try to transfer until uh two years after his mother uh got the brain tumor so they were yeah they were and uh, uh worried about the timing or something like that something stupid yeah, and another reason was uh, that the NCAA apparently asked 
Brock Hoffman's dad, Brian Hoffman, uh, why didn't she retire after the surgery then? Because she's 50 and she's a teacher. And that's one of their reasons for... I guess they're kind of, like, trying to call bullshit on this. And this is, is not... saying that, that she doesn't have a tumor? I don't, no, I think they're just saying that it's not serious enough where Brock had to move home. Which is just... It's just... just you're giving... You're giving immediate, uh, immediate eligibility to everyone. You couldn't give it to him. <laughs> yeah, Tate Martell got it literally because he, he bitched, sucked. Because he bitched about it. <laughs> And yeah, he was it. And Justin Fields got it. We know he transferred. He gave different reasons, but we know he transferred because he wasn't getting playing time. Yeah. And we know he was upset about that because a video came out of Justin Fields walking off the field one game saying, Yo, I handed the fuck out of that ball off. Because that's he was pissed that he came in to just hand it off and it's like get over yourself. Don't go to Georgia then. Like, if Jake Fromm's there, I don't know why you'd go there and then be pissed that you don't beat him for the job and then transfer. It makes no sense at all. Um, and the final question of the day, um, with the unfortunate news about Dylan Moses, how did this shake up the 2020 linebacker class and the, uh, the high expectations of the Crimson Tide? Uh, that's coming from Jonathan Joyce. Did I already say that? Uh, no, you didn't. No, oh. well, it's coming from Jonathan Joyce. <laughs> that question, um, and we kind of talked about it at the top. Uh, do you think he's gonna set out? Do you think he's gonna like come back? Not set out. Do you think he's gonna come? Ba- he's gonna sit out of the draft. I mean, I don't know yet. I think he's gonna come back because with with how early in the season he tore his ACL, he should be able to compete in the combine and in drills. That I think he can come out in the draft and still have first round value yeah i don't think it hurts his stock uh all that much if he if he decides to come out and uh if i think he's gonna if he's probably gonna make the decision really like at probably the deadline to see if he's ready like see if he can come back try the drills try and train see if he has time um and yeah i think it's it's early enough i think he's still gonna go into the draft um yeah, I think yeah, I just think he's gonna come out of the draft. Um, and I don't think I don't think it affects the draft class much at all. I think he's still gonna be probably linebacker one. Yeah, who who uh, else would be behind him? Troy Dye is probably linebacker two, I think, or Patty Fisher. Yeah, it's Dye Fisher, and then is Phillips from LSU? Yeah, he's yeah. draft eligible. So it's Dye Fisher and Phillips probably, but. There are no Dylan Moses. Dylan Moses has been a phenom since he was like 13. Everybody's known about him. He's going to um, be a first-round pick. Yeah, and um, and for the high expectations of the Crimson Tide, uh, I don't think it changes that much just because they have so much talent everywhere else. It might cost them a game or two with some and like not or two. It might cost them a game and versus. Do they have any tough opponents at the beginning of the season? Early on, uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure they had their usual Alabama cakewalk schedule. Um, I'm looking at it now. Where they just play a bunch of high school teams. <laughs> um, yeah, their first uh, semi-tough Duke. game is Texas A&M. That, that'll and, be tough, but that's a month into the season. I think they'll have it figured out by then, Yeah. for the most part. Uh, I, th- I Actually, you know what I'm going to call it now? They're going to lose to South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yikes. Uh, um, calling it. I'm calling it. Calling it now. Keep I, the receipts. I think it's going to hurt the most in the SEC championship when they take on Georgia again. Because um, that's probably how it's going to wind I mean, up again. It's um, crazy that I think you misunderstood because it's going to be LSU in the SEC uh, championship this year. No, uh, I, st- I stand by what I said. I'm good. Thanks, though, for looking out. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's going to hurt most against teams that have very good run games, uh, which is why Texas A&M. Way to go, Dylan. Way to drop I'm, something. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I don't care if you're good. I'm saying thanks for dropping something while I'm speaking. Uh, I'll, do it. I'll do it again. Please don't. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh <laughs> you fucking dick. Um, I think, yeah, teams that have strong running games is where it's going to show up the most. Uh, but, again, Alabama's Alabama. They're going to be phenomenal no matter what. Yeah, and uh, I think that just about does it for us. Do you have anything else you want to say, Brandon? I hate you. Anything else? No, I'm good. <laughs> All right, thanks. Um... Yeah, so thanks for listening. Uh, by the time we come back, there will be a whole lot of football to talk about. Um, so that's what the next episode is going to be. And the episode after that is going to be previewing. And then after that is going to be reviewing. The preview, the review, you know, the whole usual. Um, and then, uh, not the whole usual because we haven't done it yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> the whole usual not happened yet things. Yeah, you know. You know. Um, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You can follow the show on Twitter at Whole Nine Sports. You can find us on uh, Twitter and uh, all the social medias and stuff like that at Whole Nine Sports. I just said that twice. You did, and you skipped me. And I did that on so purpose. That's nice. Yeah. Um, fuck you. You can follow Brandon on Twitter somewhere. Uh, please be sure <laughs> be sure to leave us in iTunes uh, review, subscribe to us on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I think we've got a bit of that about does it. Bye. Happy birthday, happy birthday, dear friend. We sing to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. And if it's your birthday, happy birthday to you. If it isn't, happy unbirthday to you.